I got it. I killed the mosquito. Did you hear how fast I was? I, I heard that. Wow, you killed something? Yes, I killed the mosquito. That's against your pacifist nature, though. I thought you were like a hardcore PETA fan. What are you talking and, like, about? I just... eat meat. Oh my gosh, you broke your... <gasps> what are you this on about? News. This is shocking. I thought you were one of those hippies that don't touch meat, that, you know, you're an animal conservatist. You're joking. Yeah. Every every life matters. Do you hear the crickets? Because that's my response. You've never heard of potato guns? The gun that shoots potatoes. Is it not self-explanatory? No, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know what a potato gun is. Oh my god. You're listening to Incoherent Geek Shit, the podcast where an anxiety-driven girl, anxiety-driven gamer. Why do you write such difficult sentences? Do it again. Torture yourself. You're listening to Incoherent Geek Shit, the podcast where an anxiety-driven gamer girl becomes your subconsciousness. Is it a subconsciousness? I don't know about that. No, I I am not that gamer girl. I am Ion, and my co-host here, Sari, is that gamer girl. And today we're actually going to be talking about gaming for the first time on the iGeek Shit podcast. How exciting, right, Sari? Incredibly. Are you mad that I... You don't, sound too, <laughs> you don't sound too excited because you are the anxiety-driven gamer girl. You're the gamer girl. It's I know. Says so, I just so wanted to bother you list. because I knew that if I didn't sound excited, you would be annoyed by it. So I just felt like that was the right decision to make. Okay, we're not off to a great start today. <laughs> it does not seem like we're off to a great start. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about gaming, but... Sari and I are very different types of gamers. And it's very ironic that we're this different in terms of gaming because we actually met in the type of gaming that she plays now. But I am a very... um, Boring adult? How do I explain this? Very boring (laughs) adult who rather sit there and watch something on the television and have minimal input on the controller. Um, So that's why... I am more of a solo player. I love console games. I grew up with console games. And I don't really like playing with other people. I don't like hearing people yell at me. Oh my gosh. I don't like people teabagging me. I don't like things like that. So I don't really play multiplayer games. Is that old school? See, I'm so outdated. Is Halo not a thing anymore? Well, I don't know. I don't play Halo. (laughs) You know what Halo is, I do know what Halo is. Oh, at least I've heard I was going to say, oh my God, you don't know what Halo is? (laughs) But yeah, so back, so Siri and I are different pl- gamers because I'm a console gamer for the most part. I, I play PC games, I but they're solo story driven games. Console. console, console gaming, console gaming. Okay, there we go. But yeah, I, I, I play those. I, I play story driven games, and Siri loves interacting with people and playing with a lot of different wow. people uh, while talking to them live. Right? You're we'll, you're more of like the, we'll the newer type of gamer. We'll discuss. Well, I think for me, so I kind of grew up playing MMOs, and I almost, like, didn't even know that there was anything else out there. I guess that sounds kind of weird, but 
I didn't have a console. I only had a PC. And I would just look for, like, free-to-play games. So I think that's how I ended up kind of, like, playing MMOs and getting, like, sucked into them. Because I didn't have a console and I didn't really know that there were games that you could play on your PC aside from, like, The Sims. So I think that's why I never got into it. But I feel like I'm slowly starting to get more into solo player games. Like, I would at least like to try them. But I haven't really tried any yet, so there's that. But, you know, we're working towards... Wait, wait, I actually have. I played um, Final Fantasy XIII, but I didn't finish it because it wasn't that great. It was okay, but it wasn't It wasn't great. How far, how far did you get into it? <sighs> I don't know, because I don't really know how long the game is. I think... How, how many hours does Steam say you have logged on it? Do you want me to open it and find out? <laughs> no no you should have what you don't know this on the top of your head you don't have like a feel for how long you've played a game really no i don't and it is interesting because in mmos too like usually they have like you can log in on the website and see how long you've played them but i also don't know that you know uh, i like i don't know how many hours i put in i you know i told you i got i started playing uh black desert online again after buying it for five dollars right oh yeah yeah he refuses to play any mmos with me but he's gonna play that trash game that requires you he's over here not wanting to play mmos probably he's (laughs) saying because of people but he's also talking about i think he's worried about getting like sucked into the whole like doing events and grinding and all this stuff because i feel like with mmos there really is this like aspect that's kind of addicting like you're like i have to do this event because i want to make money or i want to get this gear i want to get whatever it is and i think that's part of what he does tell you but now he's playing DDO, which is apparently <laughs> such a grindy game. Okay, now you can talk. Now, I'll, I'll tell you, by the end of this episode, you'll, you'll know a lot more about me and why I don't play MMOs anymore. I, I really, I'm not really playing BDO. It's really just running by itself. But you know how many hours Steam says I have logged on it? I only had it for like, what, three weeks now? Should I guess? Yeah, take a guess. Three weeks. I'm going to go with a solid 26 26 hours yeah you think i only played 26 hours on it yeah because it's only been three weeks i have 200 hours on it wow okay so there's yep. no way that was there's not, no way you're playing there's, <laughs> there's no way you're playing less than i am but if you're so just I'm putting sure. it on in the background like that's not really playing that's true that's true. I probably spent like maybe a quarter of that time playing because BDO especially is one of those stupid games where you can just the whole game is auto play. You auto fish, you auto let the horses run. You just basically let the entire game play by itself. So that's that's one of those weird things about BDO that I kind of like because as an adult, you do have a lot of work, especially since we have so many things we have to do. It's kind of nice to have the game running in the back and then you just come back and play for like 10 minutes at a time, you know? Yeah, I can I can kind of see that, but I think for more active players it would be frustrating because they'd probably either have to do something really boring or just like play other games while they waited for stuff to happen in BDO. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you're like fishing or whatever it might be, then you just have to like I mean, wait for it. You have to, to fish. It's it's one of those things where they have these AFK things for you to keep going, so you don't have to be there, but while you come back, you actually get back into the main groove of things, you know. So it's plenty of plenty of things to do. So I have 200 hours logged on BDO, and I'll tell you guys a story 
um, about how I got into my first MMO, even though you kind of already briefly touched on yours. But I started playing games in the 90s because of my Game Boy. So my aunt bought me a Game Boy when I was like five years old or something like that. The original Game Boy, the big, fat, thick one with Tetris. And that game, I can't tell you how many hours I spent on Tetris, but it was less than 100. Uh, but the first experience I really had with multiplayer games was Pokemon. Pokemon Red and Blue on the Game Boy was the first game where it's like, hey, look, you can trade with friends. You can battle with friends. That means you can plug in this stupid cable that you connect with your friend's Game Boy, and it looks ridiculous, like you guys are joined together on the hip. And you can trade Pokemon and play Pokemon. It was the coolest thing. We used to bring it to school in elementary school. I don't know why the teachers actually even let us do that at the time, but we were able to bring them. And that was like a portable LAN party for us at the time. It was Game Boy, Pokemon, and that was what really launched multiplayer for me. But in that era of Game Boys and Game Boy Advances and Game Boy Colors, Sega Genesis, most of the games I played were single-player games. Honestly, like Sonic, Echo, that one with the uh, Dolphin, Earthworm Jim, Golden Axe is a two-player game, but most of the time I played by myself. Sometimes I would have a friend over and play it, but most of the games I played were solo games. You know, so that was the era I grew up with. So then how did you even end up playing an MMO in the first place? Like how, because we wouldn't have met otherwise. Yeah, I guess I'll jump into that. But I guess this is the Ion episode. So when I was a kid, I was really different from how I actually ended up being. I was very outgoing. I played a lot of sports, uh, a lot of sports teams and things like that. So I had a lot of friends. And then the first day of junior high school. By that, do you mean middle school? Yeah, in the U.S. and where where I come from, we call it junior <laughs> high school or middle school. Yes, you're right. No, no, we we call it middle school, but really, you call it middle school? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I call it middle school too. But for the rest of the world, they call it junior high. So that's really? why. Yeah, yeah. You've never heard junior high before? Um, not enough to be to not have to ask you just to make sure. You know? Yeah. So junior high school or middle school is sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade. Yeah, for us, it was 7th and 8th anyway. Oh, really? Okay. So yeah, my, my uh-huh. elementary school ended yeah. at 5th grade. So in 6th grade, I went to middle school. That first day of school was a day that completely changed my life forever. And Uh-oh. the first class was banned. And this teacher was just one of the... It's a different time. <laughs> and he pointed at the guy, this kid, holding a triangle and he's like, hit the damn triangle. And the kid would never hit the triangle. Every time he pointed at him, he would hit it like three seconds after that he was directed <laughs> at it. And he, the, the director was so pissed off, he stopped. The teacher said, I don't give a shit what your name is. Just hit the damn triangle whenever, you hit the tri- whenever I point at you to hit the triangle. But that kid could never hit the triangle. And everybody <laughs> laughed like crazy. Like it was just... That's the. Are you the kid? No, I wasn't the kid. I was. I was actually laughing too. Okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was one of those things. Like, day one, you knew who to avoid. That was the kid that is the joke of the class, Aww. right? And you don't want to go anywhere near that kid. Hey, you're all a joke if you're in band class. That's true, but for Just some so reason, it's like uh, it's it. no, no. At least band for us, it was like a gang. There was like a lot of people in band, so it's like they got each other's back, but. 
day number three or something like that, the teacher gets a phone call and he calls that kid out. Everybody's looking at the kid. I mean, the kid probably didn't have a lot of friends already after two days. And he calls my name to go out with that guy. And I was like, oh shit. Because the minute I got up, all eyes landed on me. And I knew exactly what it was for. So at the time, um, I was being sent out to um, class, like classes within classes because I was going to speech therapy in school because I had an accent that they were trying to get rid of. While we're walking on the pathway, I could totally just feel like all my friends and everybody like, oh my gosh, why are these two going somewhere? And on that path to that classroom, the kid was talking to me about Digimon and he was trying to, you know, get to know me and try to be my friend. And I was kind of responsive, you know, I actually started talking to him a lot and we became really good friends because we would go to speech therapy and, you know, in between classes, we would chat about Digimon and Pokemon and things like that, you know, and games. But all of the friends that I had before, they kind of stopped talking to me. And I remember very vividly, like this one guy that I was really good friends with in elementary school, and he was a teammate of mine, a basketball teammate. He came up to me, and he's like, man, what happened to you? You used to be so cool. Like, now we can't even talk to you. You're, you're such a loser. And I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, wow i kind of i kind of felt that way because you know a lot of friends that i had that i was pretty good friends with i thought i thought we were pretty good friends in elementary school they just started looking at me kind of differently um and i felt like i could do one of two things right one i could just start ignoring the triangle guy this kid did nothing wrong he really didn't and he had been nothing but Nice yeah, to you? nothing but nice to me. He Yeah, the only thing he did wrong was hit the triangle three seconds too well, late. That's, that's how he is. Yeah, so say, how does this get into you getting into MMOs? Because something in me changed. When I was a kid, like I was telling you, right, earlier, that I only played these single player games. And I didn't really care about gaming. I just played it for fun when I had was was bored. But I I started losing like social interaction or, or the need to talk to people. I just felt like it was so fake and I never felt like I belonged anywhere with clicks of people, especially in, in that middle school area. It got a lot better in high school. I, I feel like it's kind of ironic to say, but high school kids actually mellowed out a lot and I had a lot more friends and it started getting closer to normal, I guess, but I never felt like I had a click. Even the ones who actually felt like I was in their click in high school, I never felt that way. I felt like they weren't really, I don't know. I, I just didn't feel that way about our relationship. And I started playing these games online and this was the early days of the internet. And um, it was games like, Guns Online and Maple Story and Neopets and Gunbound. And I never thought really anything of it. It's just kind of like a time killer. But those were multiplayer games and I actually interacted with people online. And one day I came across this ad for a game called Tales of Pirates, just randomly. And I looked at it. I was like, oh, I kind of like the sprites here. 
I like pirates, you know, um, because One Piece. So, hey, why not? It's free. I'll give it a <laughs> shot. And those first five days on that game were like nothing I've ever been a part of, even to this day. Like, it's it's interesting because games nowadays are so different than what they were back then. I don't know if you remember this, but um, in that game, right, the map was blacked out. You have to actually hit the location for it to be revealed, right? And right, right, yeah. So games back then weren't like how they are now, where the minute you get into the game, you have to go and start doing all these quests, and it's all about getting to the end game as soon as possible. That tells a pirate's game. I, I vividly, vividly remember someone said there was a castle at the top of the map and everybody, all these noobs wanted to get up there because this is like when the game first launched, right? It wasn't like super, super alpha beta test where everybody already knows how to play the game. They probably just had like one beta. So everybody was a noob. We didn't know what the game was like and we all wanted to get up to Thundora Castle and there were so many monsters in between that were so the level gap was so much higher and it wasn't like we all wanted to level up just for the sake of leveling up we were all wanted to just get to explore to to go see that mythical castle this new area that we can't reach and i came across this group of players like these people and it was actually three girls one of the earliest groups of friends that i came across were three girls one of them was a player named Juan. And we quickly bonded and we became really good friends where we played the game every day together, those three girls and me. And it it started expanding to the point where there was like a group of people, like 15 players. And when we finally, finally made it up to that castle, it was like a group of level 30 players beating level 60 monsters. It was like a, basically a raid. There was no raids in that game, but it was basically like a raid, a mini version of a raid. We're all just migrating up north as a big unit together. And when we finally got up there, it was like the best feeling ever. These were people that I didn't know just three, two, three weeks ago. And every single day, we all logged on at the same time, to see each other, to meet each other, to try to accomplish the same goal. And it didn't matter who we were offline. That was that was the start. That was the start of my addiction to MMOs. And it only got worse from there because then it started getting to be the point where it's like, okay, now what? Now, now we should play the game for real. So we started looking into guilds. And I was a little higher level than other players, other friends, and I was actually kind of like within the range of like the top players in terms of levels. So I got into guilds, no problem. But my friends weren't accepted into the guilds because they were lower level than what the other guilds thought a good player should be. And something about that didn't sit right. I, I, don't, I don't know. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to make my own guild. <laughs> and I did that. Yeah, I, I think the interesting thing about Tales of Pirates, because this... This was the game that me and Ion actually met in because I joined his guild. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the really interesting things about that game that I would say I haven't really found in other MMOs moving forward, or at least like currently, is 
the sense of community that they have because Tales of Pirates was very much a game that you had to do things as a guild. There were so many different like events and um, I guess you said like not raids, but they're similar to raids, like the Kraken boss mm-hmm. thing. And then there was like, um, was it Demonic World or something? Like there were these different instances that you would go into usually as a guild and kill a boss. And then what the guilds would do is they would basically pay attention to how active players were, how helpful they were, things like that. And then they would distribute um, the gear and like the drops and things like that over time. So the like basically the way to get gear was a lot of times to be in a guild because you had to do all of those events together for the most part. Um, And I think it really was the sort of game where like a lot of people did help one another to get further. Like I played a healer class. (laughs) Haha, what a surprise. I play healers in like every game ever. But I played a healer class and I remember leveling up was really difficult as a healer because obviously we didn't really have much attack power and it like wasn't very fast to attack and like it just kind of sucked so I remember like having a friend who played a crusader who would level me and my other friend up together like we would all just get in a party and like kill mobs and yeah I really think it was the type of game that promoted a sense of community because so much of the activities that you had to do to get better you had to do with other people one thing I really loved about that game too was the you know the server right it felt like everybody knew everybody in the server right you didn't have to be in the same good and bad yeah yeah we knew all we knew (laughs) all the notorious people we knew all the famous people we knew all the old people it was like its own little town its own little community and that was so unique because these games nowadays with the servers so huge and people bouncing between different servers it didn't feel the same, right? When you have the same trap server. Yeah, you're right. And I played that game for four years. And the guild that we're in, SC, it was around for way after I was gone. I mean, it's still around in other games right now. That's what makes me so happy to hear because it meant that the, the guild made an impact on just more than me. And I was in that game for only four years. But those people in there, it was like a second life for me. And the guild especially was like a family to me. Some of the people in that guild were there for two, three, four, five, six years, you know? Some of them stayed until the very last minute of that server. And it's, I don't know, it was a community. And it was something that, looking back on it now, it was something that I definitely needed. Um, I can't tell you how many people there I, I still think about sometimes. Um, I made a lot of good friends and a lot of good family. And there were especially a few people there that were very important to me in terms of my overall development into who I am now. So that part of my life, I really needed that game at that moment in my life because it fixed me. I'm not... I'm not even kidding. It, it actually fixed me. I needed that to be able to be a professional working adult, to be able to be social again, to be able to just form and make relationships. And 
that's why I do have a certain connection. And when I look back on that for nostalgia, yeah, I miss the game sometimes. I miss the music. I miss the characters. But it's not really that that I miss. It's it's the people, <laughs> if that makes sense. It's like coming back from school and having those people wait for you and talking to each other on Guild Chat or like what you used to like, which was, uh, what was that voice chatting thing that everybody used? Ventrilo. Yeah, Ventrilo or Teams, TeamSpeak or whatever. We used Ventrilo yeah. back then. But yeah, yeah, Ventrilo. It felt like we had a family. It felt like we had a second life online. And I always told people that because a lot of players who go to these game spaces, like these MMO spaces, they do it because they need to find themselves or they're missing something and they're trying to find it because I know for sure that was that was me. That that was me. That absolutely was me. Well, I think to some extent, maybe it's not so much that they're looking to find themselves, but more so that they are looking for just a friend um, because... Something that I find kind of interesting about Tales of Pirates was that, you know, we're talking about how we had a community. I mean, with our guild, we actually wanted to hang out, like, kind of even outside of the game. We used to have nights in Ventrilo where we'd, like, do karaoke and we'd do, like, hide-and-seek in the game. Like, we would actually do events, and I know that a lot of um, games nowadays, some guilds will still do things like that to try and promote this sense of community, But I feel like since then, there haven't really been um, many situations in which I really actually felt close to people and and wanted to do those things. Certainly, who I am now is I kind of keep to myself more. I do go in Discord and talk with people while we're playing, but I won't really associate with many people outside of the game, to be honest. Um, But that's kind of a, a different conversation, which I first wanted to say about what I was saying about friends. I think, you know, if you have somebody, you know, if there's a person who maybe struggles to get along with people in real life, whether it's they're shy, they're awkward, or maybe they do have social anxiety, or maybe it's not social anxiety, maybe it's similar to me, where I have a type of anxiety that it's not technically social anxiety, but it does make it difficult for me to go out. Um, So what happens, I think, is sometimes you can feel lonely if you don't have any human interaction in your life. But one of the places that you can find it really easily is online and especially in games. Because, like, if you just go online, like, what are you doing? You're going to YouTube and maybe you're going to Facebook. But it's not the same, really, as, like, going on a game and, like, actually conversing with people. Because Facebook, you're just scrolling through looking at what people post. You get what I'm saying? Where in a game, like, you're talking in real time with people and a lot of times you will go in Discord. And even if you're just going in Discord so that a dungeon runs more smoothly, you guys are still going to laugh and joke around a lot of the time. Unless you're with, like, some anal people who are like, oh my god, like, get behind the boss. Me, like, me and Tara, you're a DPS, you belong behind the boss. (laughs) But no, for real, I think that, like, it's such an accessible way to have uh you know not even just community but just just interaction with people and I think for so long I I always believed like I'm okay being alone but I realized that like that's not really true because if you're alone and you have absolutely no one to talk to and you never talk to anyone and like that's that it it does feel like 
lonely and very isolated. That's interesting so being that able you to feel that way. Make friends. I never felt like you yeah. were that. Like, I'm, I'm pretty shocked to see that. You're like one of those people who really, at least I feel like you really need social interaction. So I'm pretty shocked to hear that you felt like you're okay being alone because it doesn't seem that way to me. Yeah. No, definitely. There was a time where I, I felt like, you know, like I don't really need people. And I, I kind of wondered like, like, looking back, I kind of feel like I was just telling myself that, when in reality, I think that most everyone does need some sort of human interaction, even if it's only, like, you know, a single or a couple people. Like, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be hundreds and hundreds of people. Like, it's okay to have close friends and only yeah, have one or two of definitely. them, you know? And I, I often find that those friendships are better, like, because if you have a lot of friends, at least in my case, if I had a lot of friends, then I wouldn't be as close with them. Does that make sense? Versus just having a couple, because I think it's easier oh, to focus your You only have 24 hours in a day. <laughs> true, true. And uh, yeah, I think you kind of see the people that stick with you too. Because I have like a couple friends since high school who, you know, I mean, one of them's in California now, so we don't talk as much. But there's one girl that's still around here that I'm really close with. And then the rest of them, you know, like friends from high school and college, I feel like, you know, they're, they're not really around anymore. And there are people that I could totally like reconnect with. And there's even some people that I wasn't that close with in high school that I feel like kindred spirits with now, which is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I definitely think that for people who struggle to get out, it keeps that sense of like loneliness or isolation at bay because you have somewhere to go to talk to people and it doesn't even have to be like talking about like deep things or like your about your problems but that's another thing that you can find is that there's people that are like totally willing to listen in some random game like you know what I mean it's kind of crazy but it, it's there and I think also it's easier for people to open up about their problems with people who are in games because they figure like this person does not live in my city they don't even live in my state they don't know the people i know so it's very safe to like tell yeah. them about your problems because you never have to worry about it coming back around not that you should be ashamed or embarrassed about your things because i feel like a lot of the things that we have as problems like we are embarrassed but like we shouldn't be because so many people are dealing with it if that makes yeah. sense. We like don't no, want to course, tell yeah, anyone, definitely. but in reality, it's like no big deal. We're all deal. going through basically yeah. the same thing. I mean, we're we're all humans growing through the same phase of our lives. And yeah, it's one, one thing I found really interesting, though, about this whole MMO RPG thing was I never would have in my wildest dreams, like, guess that so many people that I have met in my life, both offline and online, that some of the closest people I feel like I can talk to I've met originally online and it's so funny because I was just talking with Quan about this so Quan who I mentioned earlier was one of my first friends on Tales of Pirates probably my first friend on any game period um, online we have 15 mutual friends on Facebook and it's kind of ironic for me to say this because I was just talking about how important these people were to me online but I don't add people on my Facebook I just after leaving that game, I wanted to detach myself from that space for various reasons. Um, some of them were bad, toxic reasons. But um, I only have four people from games, not just Tales of Pirates, but just 
online any type of game on my Facebook. And only one of them was a mutual friend with Quan. That means that 14 of our other mutual friends were either friends that I introduced to her or she introduced to me or we met together in, in person. And something about that made me really happy because we see each other once a year. We, we go out, well, she basically comes down, stays at my place, lounges out, free room and board, and I get to pay for food. And she's basically just taking advantage of my charity. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she gets... Freeloading. Fr- yeah, exactly, freeloading. And she gets to hang out in uh, Southern California at theme parks and stuff. But we, uh, we try to hang out at least once a year. And for some reason, that re- makes me really happy because she's not an online friend. She's not an offline friend. She's just a friend. She's so incorporated into my life now that it's not like she's, it's not a gaming friend anymore. You know what I mean? It's something about that makes it like so real to me and so happy to feel that way that I don't know. I, I, I could not fathom doing this in high school when I first started Tales of Pirates, you know, and that's why you asked me, hey, why don't you play MMOs anymore? And I think I told you this before, but my response to that is, I don't need it. The reason I got into, into MMOs was what I stated earlier in that story. And I feel like you're shading a lot of people by saying that, though. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's, I don't that's, just my, that's just my personal needs for that game. You know, like playing MMOs, that's what I needed. And I got what I needed from it. And... There are people that I still talk to now. And that, that's basically what, that's basically how I felt about it. Like, I don't need to go back into this space. I'm okay with where I am now, yeah. you know? Yeah. But if coronavirus is making you lonely, <laughs> hop into the MMO of your choice. I play Terra. I won't tell you who I am, but maybe you'll find it out eventually. But um, anyway, I was going to ask... Um, have you met like a, a lot of people that you've met in games? Have you met them in real yeah, life? Yeah, a handful of them. Just, a, just a couple of them. Not not too many. Um, Quan is really... I've only met one. So, so it's not like I, I really know too many other ones. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. And you actually yeah, had a head start I, on me, me because you you actually started playing games with people you knew, right? You you actually, yeah. I did, yeah. So I'll I'll keep mine a little shorter because, you know, it's been it's been like 50 minutes here. But I got into MMOs because my real-life friend, we used to play this dress-up game. It was just, like, some browser game, for like, very girly or whatever. And I don't know, like, why this has anything to do with it, <laughs> but that's what we used to play. And I think she maybe told us, like, through, like, I think she saw the ad on that website. So just like you, she saw the ad on that website for the dress-up game. And then she she tried it out, and she's like, me and my other friend, actually, well, actually, when was this? Was this in middle school? I think it was in middle school, so probably my other friend at the same time, because I couldn't remember if it was just her and me, or just if my other friend came later, but something like that. So we all started playing Tales Parrots, because she was like, hey, come play this game with me, and I was like, okay. And at that time, I was really young. I feel like I was probably like 12 or 13. Like, I was baby okay like I was quite young and uh yeah we me and I didn't meet until later so don't worry about that (laughs) I was a little bit older then but anyway 
yeah, we, we started playing together because she wanted us to. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that I used to play it on, like, gosh, we must have had, like, a Windows XP or something. Like, it was a toaster, man. Like, the definite, like, it was such a bad computer. Like, I mean, obviously at the time, I'm sure that was normal. Like, were gaming PCs really a thing? You know what I mean? Like, maybe some people kind of were, like, you had to be hardcore into, like, computers. Because this was around the time when, like, yeah, I mean, computers technically had been around for a while because... They were invented. When were they invented? You tell me, Ion. I don't know. You tell me. 60s, 70s. What? Yeah. Uh, oh, you mean like a consumer one? Like 80s maybe? Yeah. 80s? Yeah. 70s, but this 80s. was around the time when I, I think I think it was like people were probably first starting to get computers. But what you would use them for was like Microsoft Word and maybe like looking stuff she up. She obviously is but, not very used to technology in terms of their history. That's not true. I am not, but I'm telling you my life experience. That's what we did on the computer, and we played dress up games. Those are the things we did. Oh, and some people watched porn. Oh, <laughs> my brothers. Yeah, yeah, your uh, brothers. <laughs> right, your brothers. Okay. Wow, yeah. rude. <laughs> I actually remember this like whole drama in my house of like somebody finding porn in the browser history. <laughs> I wasn't wait, even suspected, wait, which porn? just goes to show you. Was it yours? I don't really. I don't. No, it was not mine. Right. It was just porn in the browser history. It's okay. Your parents don't listen to this podcast. You can actually come clean right now. <laughs> it wasn't mine. It's I'm I'm clean. It wasn't mine. But the funny thing is when you think about that, like I wasn't even suspected. And I mean, I was young at that time, but people say that like kids, kids start <laughs> early. <laughs> I was a late bloomer in many ways, but you know, that, that, be, that, that being one of them. But yeah, so it wasn't my porn because I was like 12 or 13. I didn't even know what porn was. I I was just learning bad words at that age, you know. I was too young. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how I got my start. And then after I didn't play that, I, like, I quit playing that. Because I played it like kind of throughout high school, on and off, for probably like five-ish, maybe even six years. I feel like I played that game forever. Um, and yeah, like, I took breaks from it, but then I didn't play a game again, like, an MMO until, like, college, actually. And, yeah, I played Perfect World. And then after that, I, like, dabbled in some other games until I, like, playing Terra. Like, I didn't really care. I, like, I, I played some of the other games for, like, a couple months or maybe, like, a couple weeks, even as short as that. They, if they didn't grab my attention, I wouldn't really keep playing and then I found Terra, and it was actually interesting, and I really liked the gameplay, and I still play Terra on and off. Terra's the kind of game where, like, you can play it for a while, but you do get kind of burned out. Sometimes they bring out horrific patches, and you're like, fuck this, and you just quit. You're like, bye. That was me last year. I was like, I hated the new patch. I, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done for now. Took a good half-year break, and now I'm playing Terra again. Filthy casual. But yeah, so we never really uh, talked about why <laughs> we actually prefer like single player MMOs. Because you said you don't need MMOs anymore. So like, why do you like single player games? Why do you even game well, if you don't even okay, need MMOs? So I, I think this also goes into like why I went to college for what I went into, right? So I I think I say this every single freaking episode, but I, I have a film degree. So I really like... 
I feel like you're just bragging. I, I love bragging. Oh, I have a film degree. I'm a film maker who's not successful. <laughs> so I love stories, right? Ever since I was a kid, I always loved stories. But I, I just like stories. I play games for stories. And that's not what people play games for anymore. Like, Sukoden. No, there are people who play games it's, for it's, that. It's, it's, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, you're right. Of course. There's there's games like, uh, like a big one right now is Last of Us 2, right? People... I mean, I guess yes, it's kind of dying lots down. Of people have been talking about that. Yeah, Last of Us One was a masterpiece. Last of Us Two, some people say it's a masterpiece too. But games like that, I live for. And RPGs, Japanese RPGs, were my to- my thing. Like they were my thing at that point when I was kind of just by myself and playing games by myself. Like Final Fantasies really helped me channel. I guess my vision of the world it made me happier you know final fantasy 10 kingdom hearts final fantasy 7 8 i played them all i loved them all and one of my favorite games of all time lunar silver star story and sukoden like not a lot of people play those games or know those games i know for sure kids don't play these anymore they play fortnite they play all these um battle royale games or these yeah you know short attention span games I don't want to offend anybody. I know there's yeah, a lot of people who like those games. games. Are really popular. Mm-hmm. That's like where the trend has gone to, and like my nephew, he's nine years old, and he is a hardcore Fortnite fan. He knows all the battle royale games like PUBG, Destiny, stuff like that, right? But he doesn't know what a Final Fantasy is. He doesn't know what a Dragon Quest is. He, they just don't like story games. You know, they'd rather watch a movie than play a long 40-hour game like that. But they would spend like 100 hours on Fortnite. You know, that's that's yeah, the type yeah. of thing. MM, I mean, um, multiplayer games versus solo player games. I feel like a lot of people aren't playing solo player games anymore. You know, that's just how it is. Yeah. Well, I think Final Fantasy XIV Online kind of brings the two worlds together because um, there is a lot of story in that mm-hmm. game. Obviously, there's the main story quest, which is... If you if you pick one job, okay, because me if you've not played Final Fantasy for Final Fantasy 14, the way that it works is your single character can play any class that you want. Like you can play all of them at the same time. You just have to switch your uh weapon and your like crystal thingy. So, anyway, if you pick just one job slash class, whatever you want to call it. In Final Fantasy, they call it jobs, but I know people call it, I usually say class. And you do the main story all the way, like, with that one job, then you'll get all the way to 80 doing that. But the main story quest is actually pretty good. You, I really liked it. I grew to, like, like certain characters better than others. It, it really did feel like a cohesive story and almost similar to something that you might read in a book. But the cool part of a game like that, and probably the draw of solo player games, is that you feel like you're part of the story because, like, you're playing it. Like, the characters, there'll be, like, a cutscene and, like, some drama is happening and you're like, let me jump in, let me fuck them up, let me do it, Right. And then they finally do let you jump in and you're like, oh, yeah. And it's, it's you know what I mean? Like, it kind of ramps you up to get to get killy, I guess. Get killy. <laughs> or whatever the quest may be that you have. To- yeah, in Final Fantasy, that's always me. I'm like, let me at him. Like, there's always um, these antagonists and I'm always, that's just me. I'm always like, let me at him. I remember, killy like. Over this. 
It's like you no. sitting there. Just it's like you sitting there watching this beautiful cutscene with all this like awesome animation. Oh, I'm getting killy. I'm getting killy. I can't wait to get killy. <laughs> My murderous intent is rising. Okay. So in Final Fantasy, I remember one particular character that I really wanted to to kill because he's like kind of an asshole. Actually, like hundred percent, he's an asshole. But I swear to God, he also has the hots for your character. Like he kind of becomes like Hisoka over your character. You get like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he he's like because you are the warrior of light, and you're like the one person that actually of spoiler alert actually does end up beating him unless you suck then maybe you probably died fighting him. But uh, not me. <laughs> so anyway, there's like this battle that you have with him, but you're not actually allowed to kill him because like the way that the game works sometimes is it's just like part of the story is that like you just can't kill him. And I thought it was so funny because I was playing healer, so I had this skill that basically I, I, I was playing scholar specifically for anyone who, who knows Final Fantasy. So I have this skill that I put on that basically if I get to 50% HP, it'll like heal me like to max like it's like almost max it's like really tanky so i just put that on and i actually got to the point where quote unquote he so and so like knocked me out or whatnot <laughs> but i've got like over half hp left because the skill ticked and i was like oh yeah eat it but the fight was over and i was like i can still go let me kill him <laughs> like literally me over here like game look at me the funniest thing about final fantasy is playing a healer and there's like all these moments in the game where like other characters literally die they literally die and you're over here as a healer like um hello uh i've got like purify i've got a lot of heals i even have a resurrect skill like uh, can, can i raise you like especially when it's a character everybody loves like Horchifont. everyone loves him and i'm over here like Excuse me, uh, I know he just took an arrow for me and I would like to return the favor by reviving him. And it's like, nah, man, he's dead. So, yeah, that's kind of the interesting part about playing healers. Because there's so many jobs, they just kind of like, eh. Sucks if you're a healer, you can't save these people. Yeah, because it's an isekai. NPCs, they, they're not worthy of your of you saving them. <laughs> Apparently not, but like... My favorite character in uh, Final Fantasy XIV is Alphino. Is that the one? Is that he's, the one where one he's, night he's a twin? One night you texted me this photo and you're like, "Oh look, my Bay is oh like Bay is this and this and this." And I was like, "Wait, they named a character Bay?" No, <laughs> <laughs> no, Alphino is my little brother. Um, gosh, I'm forgetting the name of the Bay. There's there's like the there's two there's a few hot guys, but. Um, it's Sir Americk, that's Bay, and then you meet this other guy who's like, um, kind oh of like I, I think the culture is like very like Oriental, like Asian inspired, and he's also pretty hot. And he's got really like nice hair, and I'm like, oh man, like Sir Americk, I don't know, man, like this guy is pretty hot. But then I didn't really like his personality that much. Like he wasn't a bad guy. He was just kind of like. One of those guys that thinks they're funny, but, like, totally isn't. And, like, you just... I don't know. <laughs> Gamer girl like, Thurston. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, so Sir Americk, you know, he's still here for him. Um, but there's one character who he wears... Uh, his name is Uriange, another French wow. name. And he, uh, in the, like, first few... Because cause, uh, Final Fantasy has, like, 
Heaven's Word, Storm's Blood, I'm Missing One, and Shadowbringers and whatever. A Realm Reborn, that's the first one. So it, they're kind of like, um, I don't want to call them DLC, but they're kind they're of like expansions. story packs, I guess you could yeah. call it. Yeah, that's probably a better word. And uh, so Uriange starts off wearing like a hood and these like weird goggles, so you never really see him. And then he's got this like kind of weird beard. It kind of reminds me of Uncle Iroh's beard, actually. <laughs> um, but then later... By Shadowbringers, oh my god, he takes the hood off, he gets a total glow up, and you're like, wait a second, Uriange is like my father, but like, he's kind of hot, like, what's going on? So, you know, literally, Final Fantasy was also a dating sim for me, like, oh I know it's not gosh. supposed to be, but like, I'm over like, here with like, all these NPCs. I feel like Final Fantasy fourteen was <laughs> no, like Alphano- your porn subscription there, like, that. that's what's getting you off. <laughs> <laughs> Alphano was my little brother, so... No, but I don't know. I I don't know why I liked him so much. I I just I did. He starts off kind of annoying, but he grows on you yeah. like a lot apparently since he's my favorite character. But no, I was that's kind of what I'm saying is like I think Final Fantasy is an example of kind of bringing the two that worlds is together an exception because to you that, can play because it, yeah, Final definitely. Fantasy 14 is based off of you, tactics, I believe, right? The world Ivelisse, right? You you, Do you tell not me. know the city like like the world name? Is it not Ivelisse? No, it's Eorzea. Mm, okay, I might I might be wrong then. I thought uh, Fantasy fourteen was based off of the world of tactics, which is Evilise, and Final Fantasy twelve as well. But uh, yeah, I didn't do my homework on that, obviously. So you're the expert. You uh, you tell me. That's okay. You didn't know. You you well. You should have guessed we were going to talk about it. But you, you didn't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Final Fantasy brings it together because you've got the story and. There's other story quests, too, that a lot of people do enjoy. They like to watch the cutscenes for those other stories. They like to... I mean, because it's, it's a mix of cutscenes and, and, like, actual reading. So a lot of people like that. They like the lore. And Final Fantasy is one of those games that brings it together because you do have the MMO aspect where you can go on raids and stuff. And, and part of leveling up and part of doing the main story quest is, like, you have to do this dungeon, so you have to play with other mm-hmm. people. But, um... Yeah, I, I think for me, I'm kind of at this point where I do want to play more solo games because one of the things we don't have time to talk about, but I have plenty of stories about, is drama. <laughs> there's so much drama in MMOs sometimes. And maybe it's just because there's so many like different personalities. Oh, behind no, we're keyboard. saving that. Like, that's you're that's kind of for anonymous. a different episode. We yeah, have that, that on our episode list. <laughs> we, that's, uh, yeah, I know. We, we got do, a lot but of I, MMO. I didn't know. We have a lot of MMO contents. Uh, content. No, I have. You guys just wait. I've got yeah. some juicy stories. About we have a lot of topics drama, but... about MMOs over the years that we can talk about, which we have on our episode list. So be sure. Oh, this is a perfect, perfect time to ask you guys. Please subscribe if you like this MMO talk stuff. We have a lot of MMO stories, a lot of MMO topics. Sari and I are going to cover. So be sure to subscribe and also rate us and give us a review on Apple Podcasts if you guys can back to your programming right so back to back to thank you um thanks for the advertisement so yeah i think the reason i'm kind of um going towards you know or at least wanting to do more solo content or solo games is that i just i get kind of tired of people sometimes like you know how they talk about people having like especially introverts having this like meter of energy (laughs) that they can put towards human beings 
I do feel like I have one, especially more so now that I'm older. Like, I mean, I'm not super old, but, you know, um, quarter-life crisis time for me. So, yeah, I feel like I I just sometimes I'm like, I don't really want to play with other people. I don't really want to talk to other people. I just want to do something, like, mindless for a while. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like for me, like gaming or watching shows sometimes it's it's just a way to like decompress and just to like fill my free time so I'm not yeah. bored you know because I'm not the kind of person like Ion I personally think he's a workaholic and that's I'm the opposite I'm over here like I wish I could not work at all and uh just live my life but unfortunately was not born rich so you know Okay, well, interesting. Hey, before we end this, I actually have a game we should play together that's completely mindless, sandbox, and you do whatever the hell you want for your own shits and giggles. You want to know what it is? Okay. It's called Astronomer. So apparently that's a multiplayer game. (laughs) You can play it as a solo player game, but you can also play it online multiplayer with somebody else on their Steam. So basically you're an astronaut. You get dropped off of this planet with this like cart or something like that or just ship and you basically have to 3d print things and that's it you can do whatever the hell you want it's a planet you can explore it you can go into space to another planet and it's kind of cartoony but there's so many and you're saying that you would play this with me oh my gosh you know is your mind and my creativity we could create some really crazy shit there and we could have like we could do some crazy this is like minecraft in space yeah, basically, yeah. It's not really Minecraft. It's more like, what's a good example for this? I don't know. Basically, you could just do whatever the hell you want. Well, if it's in space, well, we can make a monument of reader. You, you can. We could. We could actually uh, craft. Yeah, there's a crafting thing where you have like this gun that you can mold the earth, like rocks and stuff like that. We can actually build a statue of Reader on one of the planets and cu- cultivate can it. Can we give Reader a gun? <laughs> <laughs> I just want Reader to have, like, a potato gun, actually. Actually, there are... But I want it to be a potato machine a gun. A potato machine gun. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I think we're thinking about different sci-fi things right now because uh, I don't I don't think they have potato guns in the future. They, they wouldn't need a potato gun. Why not? Yeah, see, we got to play this game. We got to play this game. You, you come up with some Can weird shit. Can you tell me when the, when is there a situation where you should not have a potato gun? I have one Why right now. You, you have a potato gun right now. Yes. In Terra. No, 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 no. In in my bed with me. I'm sitting in my bed. Okay, so this is one of those things like before this episode started, you and I were having like a really difficult time getting on the same page because we live in different countries and different places in the world. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about right now. What the hell is a potato gun? Is this literally like a canyon a that you load a potato inside and you potatoes. shoot it? You've seriously never heard never, of a potato what, gun? Why the hell would you need Listen. a potato gun? What would you shoot the potato gun at? Like, who are you shooting? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Is you this know how, it how works? you always say you've never heard of blank? This is me now. It's like turning right, the tables, me, except it's about random me, things. Give me my catchphrase. Like storm windows Give me my catchphrase. You've never heard of potato guns? No, what the fuck is that? You're serious. I'm serious. You forgot the oh my god. You don't you can't even do What is okay, what is the gun? What is the gun? I said it right. I said you've never heard of potato guns. Oh my god. 
Oh, okay. Don't Sorry, I didn't realize that was part of it. No. Yeah, you don't listen to our show. <laughs> no, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know what a potato gun is. And I think okay, it's a gun I, that I, shoots I like potatoes. Audience... Is it not self-explanatory? <laughs> what would you? Who are you shooting the potatoes at? I mean, Why? whoever you want. Wait, are you loading like an actual gun with it, or is this like a special gun? No, for potatoes? it's made for potatoes. So th- this is a farming. Yes, thing. it's for potatoes. Because I play Stardew Valley and Harvest Moon, and I've never heard of this. <laughs> no, I think, I think it's a meme thing. Like I don't really understand what what the purpose of it is, but like, why not? You know what I mean? Just like shoot a potato. Oh, you're joking with me right now. This is an internet thing that I just don't understand. No, no, no. no. There's a real no. Potato so guns are real. You actually have a potato gun at your house. No, that was a joke because I oh, thought it would be funny. So you to were say lying to me. That I have one with me. <laughs> how how's it feel? It feels bad, man. It feels bad. And I'm gonna leave you right <laughs> now because I cannot handle more of your bullshit. So thank you so you much you could do for listening to this episode of <laughs> Incoherent Geek Shit. It got messy at the end. I have no idea what the fuck Sari's on. Maybe she's had... Oh, she's eating, isn't she? That's probably what's going on. She's eating potato chips, probably, from her potato gun. I don't know. But thank you guys so mm-hmm. much for listening. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. If you're following us on YouTube, follow us on any podcasting site. We're on everything. Also, check out our social media at iGeekShit. What else do we need to plug? Any last words? Well, I'm eating Lay's Kettle Cooked Original Potato Chips, so... We're not sponsored, but Lays, I know we don't have that many followers, but you know. Okay, Miss Potato Girl. That's that's all. Talked about your potatoes. That's all we're. That's all for potato today. Chips. All right. See you guys next week. See you guys two weeks in two weeks. Bye. Okay. Bye.